You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Everybody, Chase Hughes, lifetime president of the Palisades, NBC Sports Washington, joins us. Chase, 10 straight, five games coming up here against playoff teams. Good luck, I guess. Yeah, this is uh, undoubtedly one of the toughest stretches the Wizards have been through in a long time. Uh, it's been 10 years since they've lost this many games in a row. And it, there isn't really like one reason why it's happening. Uh, there's got, been guys in and out of the lineup, uh, but they've also played teams that had injuries. Uh, defensively, of course, they, they've been kind of a disaster over these last 10 to 14 games, but they haven't been much better offensively. Um, if I had to point to one area, I'd probably say their three-point defense has really struggled. If you go back the last 10 games uh, during this losing streak, they're allowing teams to shoot over 39% from three. That's always going to be difficult to uh, win games when that's the case, especially if you're not a very good three-point shooting team yourself. So I think tonight, you know, going up against another good team, as you mentioned, the Phoenix Suns, that's going to be an area to watch because Phoenix is really good at making threes and also really good at preventing their opponents from making them. Chase, I, I had some people, uh, the Wizards fans, kind of chirping at me saying, you know, the indictment on Wes Unsell, like he may not be the right guy. And and my pushback was the last time they got blown out, I think, was the first week of November against Brooklyn, who, who just waxed the floor with them. That happens. It's the league. But for the most part, they're in all these games and they're losing by a bucket or it's a, a late play here or there. It just feels like they're close, but they, they're missing something to kind of get over the hump. But I, I don't feel like this is a, an indictment on Wes Unsell. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, certainly the win-loss record is going to reflect directly on Wes Unsell Jr. and also the defense, uh, you know, not having a consistent defense and having a similar parallel uh, to last year where they started out well defensively and then the bottom kind of fell out. Those are things that are always, are always going to be, uh, you know, part of the evaluation of Wes Unsell Jr. Um, so I think on that note, what you're mentioning, it's kind of interesting because on one hand you could give him some praise for, you know, keeping these guys in it and they're continuing to try hard even when they go through a lot of injuries. But, of course, the, the late-game execution is also an area that, you know, will be part. Any will always be a part of uh, you know his his job performance. So I think you know maybe what you could say is that they're close, and, and you know maybe that's something to watch over time. Is can Wes Unsell Jr. help them clean up the mistakes late in games? Um, but but certainly um, ultimately it's it's the win loss record and the defense. And, and right now I think he'd tell you that uh, you know he hasn't performed up to his own standards. Chase, what's gone well so far? Give us some things that you would say. Hey, here are some signs that maybe when they snap out of this, they can actually string some wins together. I think I'd start with just the fact that Kristaps Porzingis, Kyle Kuzma, and Bradley Beal are all putting up good numbers. Uh, you know, they're averaging 20 plus points per game on decent efficiency. Obviously, Bradley Beal has, has missed quite a few games. But what has stood out to me is the fact that all three of those guys are taking about the same number of shot attempts. They're all between 15 and 18 field goal attempts per game. And I think it's it's a little bit easier said than done to get your top three players on the team to share the ball like that and play as well as they have. Now, it's not translating to wins, and I think that's what the Wizards have to figure out because if you told me going into the season that Christoph Porzingis would stay healthy and all three of those guys would be putting up those numbers, well, I think they'd have a much better record than they've had. So they got to figure out how to fill in the gaps around them. But I would say that's one positive and also – uh, Jordan Goodwin, his emergence I mean, is an undrafted player uh, right now, proving himself to 
at a minimum, be a rotation player, and I think he could be much more than that over time. So those would probably be the two things I'd point to. You mentioned Porzingis and, and, and Kyle Kuzma, both putting up good numbers, as you mentioned. Kuzma, I think, has really thrived here over the last couple seasons with Washington. Both are potential free agents after this year. What are their futures hold here in town? I think the Wizards came into the season hoping that they would win with those guys and then they would be able to you know, look into keeping them. But um, they're playing well and the team isn't winning. So I think if they continue on this course approaching the trade deadline, then the Wizards will have some decisions to make. I mean, you're always going to look at the guys on expiring contracts first. Uh, will Barton and Rui Hachimura are in that conversation. Um, but those are the, the big ticket guys on, on the team. And, you know, it, I think it's one thing to have an expensive roster if you're winning. And the Wizards have, you know, shown an, uh, a willingness to carry a large payroll in the past when they're winning, like the 2016-17 season after that. They went into the luxury tax for the first time. But as soon as they realized that they weren't going to continue to win after that, uh, they they got rid of a bunch of salaries to get under the luxury tax threshold. So I think they'll probably have to make a similar decision going up against the trade deadline. And I guess the, the flip side of that, the one positive is if those guys are putting up good numbers and you have to pull the trigger on that type of sell-off, then you'll probably get some decent things in return. Chase, thank you. Absolutely, guys. See you, bro. Be good. That's Chase Hughes, NBCSportsWashington.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.